What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's like, oh man, we're, we're not that far off from a, like a hundred, but we're still 20 weeks away. 20 weeks away. 20 weeks away. Yeah. That's a lot. It's like five months. It is like five months. Ironic. Yeah. Well, not ironic. Coincidentally, uh, that will land us right at uh, Alice's due date. What? So your child could be born on the 100th episode of the pop. <gasps> live? Probably not live. Probably not live. Yeah, Probably no. Live. No, yeah. But the show's not even live to begin with. So. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> What's poppin', everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. Happy to be co-hosting the pop with you this this week, Ben. How how are you today? I'm I'm doing swell. Oh, I'm good. doing swell. Most especially because you have a very interesting note in in our show notes for, I do. for today's episode yeah. that I must ask you about. <laughs> Just right I, away. Right away. I we're was like forego all other traditions. <laughs> it's it's really funny because <laughs> like when we're when we're putting together the show notes for like what we want to talk about each week, we have uh, it's very loosey goosey and half the time we don't hit half the stuff on the list. But you and I That's are true. both contributing to the same document. Yeah. And yet it's like we're we're not doing it collaboratively. Not so, really at all, no. So you're you're actively putting like information into into the doc that I, I that like I haven't that I haven't talked to you about yet, so I don't know anything right. about it. So I saw this one as we were as we were getting ready, yeah. Uh, which is is something to do with the oddly intimate relationship that you have with your toilet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one, I feel like I just put you in in the receiving end of this, like you, Jay Carlin. Not the intimate relationship that I, Jay Carlin, have with my toilet. The you in here is the royal you. The that yes. you sitting that all, that we all have the weird relationship relationship you have with any toilet because toilets are almost definition i mean probably i'm not going to speak for everyone but probably the object your bare bottom touches the most <laughs> you know what i mean astute observation right, right so whatever whatever so 
it's so funny the way you you were bringing this up, like we contributed to the document because sometimes I'll think of stuff and I'll be like, I need to make sure I put that in my popcorn culture notes right now. And this morning I was like, oh, I feel like I had a thought. I feel like I had a thought. What was it? It was really important. And I finally remembered it. And it, it wasn't super important, but it was this. But this is how my brain was framing. I was like, got to make sure I remember to put in the show notes. What toilet have you used the most in your life? So let me ask you, Ben, what toilet do you think you have used the most in your life? The most? Yeah. I I mean, it would have to be, I've only lived where I have lived the longest. You think that has to be the answer, right? It seems like time trumps all things in this thing. It it would feel that way. So, Mm -hmm. okay, let me, let me, let me go through the, um, the, the keynote toilets of my life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So from ages zero to 11 years old, we lived in a place called Rocky Mount, Virginia. Right. And in that house we had, we had two toilets and one of them was in the bathroom that had this like hideous burnt orange carpet. Yeah. I don't know who in history decided that carpeted bathrooms should be a thing. They should not. But no, absolutely not. But <laughs> no. I will say that these folks, whoever, and it wasn't our parents. It wasn't our like parents. They, they, they moved inherited in and the house. They, and they eventually did um, renovate. Yeah, and, they did. They and, tiled and, the floor. And it was like, whoa. Way better. Really cool. And they turned our clawfoot tub into a shower. Yeah. Which, like, when I saw that happen, my mind was blown. Blowing. I, like, I did not even think that was possible. Didn't even think it was possible. Until, the, until that point, there was just the tub upstairs and the shower. Showered. If you wanted to shower, <laughs> this was the weirdest thing. Because there was no shower on the upper level of that house. Yes. So if you wanted to shower, which both of our parents did, it meant you had to uh, take the shower downstairs and then to go get dressed, then exit the shower, walk past the front door, walk through the kitchen, up the stairs, down the hallway, and to the bedrooms. I bet it was I bet it was 250 steps. I mean, it was a lot of steps. And it's one of those things that because we grew up with it, it just felt completely normal. Like you had no sense of it. But I cannot imagine if it was like every day I basically had to go shower in the basement or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, the, that's exactly it. It's like if you were touring a home and you were sort of like, okay, okay, where's... Yeah. Like, because, I mean, and people say this. This is not like, you know, this is not me being smart this is just true but like kitchens and bathrooms sell houses oh yeah and so like it's what and and it kind of fits into your whole question today very like in a very real way like everybody understands why kitchens are important like like it's a very open thing uh even at parties very frequently people will congregate yeah in the kitchen natural gathering location it is it it absolutely is And and it might be like the area of your house that you can even like most show off because there are like so specifically things that are like widely accepted, like, like to do. Right. You just like, you're probably near the food and you're near the drinks and a table to sit at. Right. Probably. Yes. But also like some of the other most significant purchases you have that you use every single day are like your appliances, which like, you know, they, they can, they can speak to your character. Some appliances are like sports cars. Yeah. You know, it's like, wow. Whoa. Look at this. Anyway, the point is that I can't imagine anybody touring our, our house from ages zero to 11 and seeing the shower. Mom and dad, I'm actually talking to you right now just so you know um seeing the shower was like so far away from everything maybe they just were like we'll just take baths maybe maybe, maybe they, they were, were ba- maybe maybe pre-children our parents were bath people bath people yeah. exclusively Ex- like yeah like for for cleanliness not for relaxation yeah which is which is another departure mm-hmm. that like is is like 
when you're a kid, you take baths exclusively. Like, you know, you don't get, you don't like, I bet you don't give Luke a shower. Well, I don't because it's, yeah, it's a lot. Uh, basically, be, the, I think the reason is because that would involve getting in the shower or else leaning into the shower. There's no way in which I, the person doing the washing is not getting wet if the shower's on. Right. right, right. But in a bath, I can reach my arms down into the bath. No problem. The rest of you can stay dry. Right. Well, yeah. I feel like it, it took me too long in life to come to the conclusion that baths are more meant for relaxation. But like now when I think about like taking a bath as like a mechanism to become clean, yeah. it like it feels counterproductive. Mm, I don't know. I no? don't know. You, you, you'd be down with a... I would, I would be down. As it were, the bathroom in my house or uh, like that's attached to my bedroom does not have a tub. So I am forced to shower. Okay. As okay. it were. But if I go to like a hotel or something bath bath yeah because also because like another reason not to bath because it just uses way more water i think i don't know it's hard to say hard, hard to, to say because the water when you shower you don't plug the tub as who's to say maybe you go through like three bathtubs worth or something depending on the shower my guess i think in a typical shower i'm gonna i'm gonna take a shot in the dark because yeah. that's what we do here i think you would use about 45 gallons of water for uh like an average 12 minute shower i would bet you like if you if you stoppered the tub if you had like a, a shower situation where it can also be a tub and you stop it just for the time it takes you to take a shower i bet you'd get up to like ankles yeah yeah shower socks is how i like to call it mm. yeah yeah every once in a while when like the, the drain gets like clogged I yeah call, i call it I mean, we got shower socks gotcha you gotta solve the, sh the shower socks which is the most disgusting household thing ever if you've never had to like clean oh, the shower drain it disgusting. is disgusting i can't even talk about it it's like making me feel like yeah i can feel it yeah i can oh i can feel it i can i can smell it even Ugh. okay anyway moving on moving so on. to toilets because that's that's where you go from bad smelling things um okay so <laughs> <laughs> we i'm trying to think here because when do you typically get potty trained like luke is in the process of being potty trained so like he's, no he's yeah he's good he's, he's good it. he's good okay so in his age he's age three three and a half yeah okay so it was like but yeah like around three okay okay so that would mean let's let's assume that i am that i am as accomplished as luke right that would mean that between unlikely eight, but I, it is yeah. I, I get it entirely <laughs> that that kid's going places no doubt um that would mean that i would have eight years of of toileting right in our rocky mount house okay so that, that long feels, stretch of time long stretch of time now, because our our parents have lived in their current house since 2001, yes. but we have not lived there the entire time. Precisely. So exactly. I, I would have, and it's interesting because it's, it, we're like, we're talking like razor thin margins here. For, especially for you, because yeah. you, I have like a, like a year and a half on you at the, at the Rocky Mount house. You do, you do. Yeah. So you had even more time. I had there. more potty time there. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, and so, okay. So that would mean though, that at mom and dad's house from 2001 to 2008, when I graduated from high school and went to college. Oh yeah. You got like so, seven straight years there. It's very close. It's seven straight years yeah um and uh, what i would say is however maybe more toilets more toilets but yeah. i would still say that i used the like out like the bathroom that was allocated to me you and our younger brother tyler yeah the most okay like i would have to imagine that that would be like the hot seat yeah as it were <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like why are they talking about this <laughs> signing off i'm not doing it i'm not doing it let us know what toilet you think you've used the most right 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 so anyway that would put me that would put me at seven years i'd be older at this point mm -hmm. I'm thinking I'm I still I think that that would have to be it because once you get past there like even my current home that I have purchased I bought in 2016 I'm only I'm only at like five years right of occupancy right and, and besides that you still would have come even though you weren't living at mom and dad's house full-time you still would have come back during summers 
True. And you still visit there today. To this day. So uh, every now and then you're still tacking numbers onto those <laughs> toilets. <laughs> the, the stats have gotten like the, slower. It, they're slower, but it's still it's still trending up. It's still tre- yeah, just 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 minuscule little steps. Right. Like okay. Rocky Mountain House, that's been a plateau forever. Forever. You know, that one's not, that's a stagnant number. Right. Except except for that one time except. in 2003. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. That'd um, be so weird. I broke in. <laughs> I had to go. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. Um, but okay, so that I, I would say that that would be that would be the the one. I can I can I can I can picture everything. You can picture it all. The, That's the one. The one. The the upstairs toilet at at mom and dad's present house. It was adjacent to your bedroom. Adjacent to my bedroom. Yes. Yeah. Had shared Correct. a wall. Okay. I am in a different boat, I think, because the Rocky Mountain House, I would have been there from like, I would have had like solid 10 years of potty trained time. Wow. At that house. Impressive. Im- I know. But again, it's the two toilets. And while it sounds impressive, let me throw this curveball at you. I have the same uh, otherwise issue at mom and dad's house where from 2001 to 2006. I would have been there for like high school, middle school years. Okay. Right. No problem. That's plenty. And then, you know, summers, um, sometime after college. I'm tracking all these stats. You got that. College, those toilets, nothing. You have no, (laughs) you basically, they're nothing. You know, you had the dorm room. No, that's, you know, you're there for one year. Not for a lack of the, the college cafeterias, whatever is in it, uh, is best efforts. Yeah, to, to to make you go yeah to, to to achieve top toilet status for right. one year. Yeah, but I of course across four years in college, I lived in three different locations, so that's hardly any time to accumulate any real stats. I, I get you. I get you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yep, yep. And then indeed. you and I lived together for we a did. while. We did indeed. And that realistically, that place only had one, so that well, it eventually had two. It eventually had two, but the you know, the downstairs one was not like a heavily. That was like an emergency situation. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It was it was a really odd situation where where the the lady who owned the house like she I, she I guess she understood the need for two bathrooms. So there was like an unfinished half of the basement where the other half was literally where we started the Super Carlin Brothers YouTube channel. Yeah. But so it was this like complete like piece of like raw basement, you know, just like exposed. There was concrete. was there a freestanding toilet just sort of in the middle of the room? I think there was. The, there was. There was. You you could potentially go in there and like really you could sort of sit just in the middle of a big room with <laughs> okay. a toilet in it. If you want to talk emergency toilets, yeah, emergency I mean, that, toilet. was, that was the that, one. That was the emergency. That toilet. was the emergency <laughs> toilet. Oh man. Yeah. Okay, that's a, that's a fair point. I completely <clears throat> forgot about that. Like yeah. uh, that was that was uh, like joy inside of my brain was yeah. holding the sphere that was in the process of dissolving. Right. You know, I'm I'm going real roll inside out on this analogy mm. but yeah it was that it was it was it almost escaped maybe even one more day i wouldn't have remembered it entirely i see yeah so well, anyway okay i understand though continue so there you go so then there was that house but here's here's the one i think might be in contention that you might not have expected and that is the toilet at the concert venue i used to work <gasps> at bingo um, oh, because this was, and I, the reason I think this one might be in contention was because the Rocky Mountain house had two toilets, but I was there for 10 years. Right. Okay. This so one split time. So it's split basically time, five but years. this is five years. Sing- basically all down to one toilet. Oh, same one. And I was there for like eight hours a day. It, minimum, if not more, plus a lot of weekends and stuff during prime time during. Yeah. You know, you know, and on top of that, this was a job that I was largely stressed at and um, would often I would 
like drink a lot of water to waste time going to the bathroom. I think you know made what I mean? an entire video. I think about I made it. a whole video about it for year one. Did you? Okay, you made that video while you were still working there. Oh yeah, and you got away with it. Absolutely. Goodness gracious. See, this was this was part of the great like <laughs> the. What? How am I trying to phrase this? This was one of those things where even though it was like an all-consuming project to me to do this YouTube thing and how and you spend like all day every day with the people you work with right in this building, I still felt safe making. Is like there was no doubt in my mind that not a single person would catch wind that I had made this because of how non-tuned in they were. Sure, which was also like then reinforcing the like no one like how like non. The, the very limited relationship you had with those people. Yep. It's like, yeah, we're, we're all amicable and we hang out at work and we can talk and stuff, but like you don't really care because if you did, you know I was complaining about work publicly, loudly. Right, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, and it's so funny too, yeah, because I think that on the flip end of this, I think in year one, it may be the only video on, on our entire channel that has been like removed. Uh, do, do you remember this? Uh, I made one I made of yours. Yeah. One of my videos very early on, I, I had like a client at the time who was um, just, I would say left long winded voicemail messages. Yeah. Um, and I mean, to the tune of like, it, it was almost like, uh, almost like writing somebody like an incredibly long email. Mm -hmm. But the, the way that she would do it was she would like call and my phone would cut off at two minutes and 53 seconds of, of complete. So it'd be two minutes and 53 seconds and then just call again and continue the message. <laughs> and so like, it's like, does it take any social cue from the, like, here's the suggested length of a voicemail. And even at that point, I mean, that's a like two minutes and 53 seconds is a, I mean, that's a lengthy voicemail for like, you know, something that could just be, I mean, I don't know, it, it, to each his own, of course. Right. You know, on, on how long you want them to be. But usually my fear is that people will stop listening if I'm not real snappy with it. Yeah. Um, well, normally it's just that whatever you need to say probably needs a certain amount of discussion. It's yeah. more like voicemail is more like to let you know they've called unless it's like something extremely serious, which uh, I also would occasionally get a voicemail from this person and... Uh, yeah, they weren't. They would repeat themselves like 10 times and then start again. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, I think uh, the 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 flip end of this, though, was that this it was like a video that I made. And, you know, I in same same capacity. I felt like, you know, this chances are it's not going to like orbit out of here, especially mm -hmm. because like our audience at the time was, you know, quite small and we were getting, I don't know, like 17 to 32 views per video or something um, like it wasn't wasn't a lot. Wasn't a ton of views. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I remember dad watched it and he was like, you cannot have that out there because if she sees it, mm -hmm. like you, you will have just made fun of somebody. Um, which even now, like that feels like the, the thought of like making fun of somebody feel like it hurts me to think that like, that that is maybe like what I did. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like one of those things you like look back on. It's like, that was not cool. <laughs> not your best move. Not, yeah, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. Not like not your best moment. So um, in hindsight, you know, would not, would never do that again because that was, that, that would have been mean. But anyway, um, so that, yeah, that video never. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. You can't see it. Can't see it. Yeah. Anyway, but so um, where were we going with this? Your work, your hot seat. Yeah. Do you think it's the one? I don't know. It's It either has to be that one or it has to be the Rocky Mountain house, I think. Okay. But but then I don't know because like the mom and dad's present house, I was there for a long time too. 
And there was like a like a year after college where I like was still living at home but had a full time job. But there were also four toilets in that house. That's true. You could spread them out. Right. Yeah. You know, like so there was like, definitely got, one that has the most. But every now, of course, split yeah. it up. Diversity. Diver- exactly. So I don't know. It could be. It could be the one at my old job. Interesting. That might be the one because since then we've had a bunch of different offices. It's very true. Very you know? true. Yeah. So it's. I mean, it's a true underdog story when it comes down to it. Right. You know, it's like it is. I would have. I would have absolutely expected somewhere where you lived. Right. Not. Not for a split second would it have been somewhere the, where you worked. Yeah. Right. It's like a, it's probably a toilet I've never even seen myself before. You've probably never seen it. <laughs> and it's like it's your hot seat. It could be. Man. <laughs> fascinating fascinating this is okay this is like really funny thing though i feel like um i remember i I have certainly told the story once upon a time but i remember getting to college uh and like going to like this is something like nobody discussed like was was, like going to the bathroom which is like the most ridiculous thing ever because every single person does it and it's like i don't i don't understand like why i mean i don't know i i would still be private about it like it's not the type of thing that that i would be like wildly, I wouldn't talk about it like on a podcast, you know, or anything <laughs> like that. Um, but uh, tell me more. I know, and, but I remember like there, it's like a threshold where if you break the seal, like with with friends, you would never expect to talk about this with. It's almost like it becomes the funniest thing ever. It's like you become a small child again <laughs> because I I remember the the conversation. It wasn't until I got to college that I had it, where people were talking about the different way that they different ways that they folded toilet oh, paper. Boy, you're open in a real basket here. Okay, I go know, on. I know. Well, I mean, it, it's because there's like, there's Team Fold and Team Wad. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. it was like, I, it... I, <laughs> It just, it never even occurred to me that there were options. <laughs> like, I agree. You know, and this was, this was, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I mean, like, I remember like hysterically laughing for possibly like a half hour when somebody first told me this. Like, I thought it was the most ludicrous thing imaginable. Because they did it differently than you? Yeah. Yeah. Which I will not reveal. Which you're not going to reveal which, which side reveal. of the, which side yeah. of the toilet paper you're I'm, on. I'm, which side of the ply. I, I'm, a, I'm per se, <laughs> which side of the ply. Yeah, that's it. That, that could be a podcast <laughs> entirely right there. Oh man. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the origami crane. That's my, that's <laughs> that, it. <laughs> that seems like accurate destructive <laughs> it seems like antagonistic and angry a crane yeah, yeah. to like origami something uh, it's true and then it's true yeah yeah that's a good point that's a good point anyway we should probably move on maybe we, we've maybe spent too much time on this on this on this maybe we have or but this is this is that's the question that was uh <clears throat> okay uh so ben not for nothing but uh why am i suddenly wearing different clothes well let me ask you yeah are you surprised oh no the element of surprise. The element of surprise. It's time. It's time. Oh my gosh! What what do you, what do you have for us? I'm very excited. I'm very excited. We, we've been teasing it for what feels like months now, but we um, the the Patreons. Um, exclusive quarterly merchandise yes months ago we announced that we we had a prototype we d- we have been we have been talking about the prototype do you have the prototype i have it i you have, have the it. prototype look at this right here i haven't even opened it oh, myself yet so oh my even even you are subject to the element of surprise i am wow I, well, of course i know i know what it is okay but, oh i also know what it is but i don't know what it looks like but we haven't seen we it haven't yet. seen it okay so uh. in, ca- in case you guys are interested or curious uh basically we have our 25 dollar patreon tier which is the buzziest b or jazziest j or neitherest neither tier mm-hmm. um and with, most people like to think of it as just the jazziest j tier well, i think well mostly open to do you know um yeah. with with this particular tier uh you get access to an exclusive piece of popcorn culture merch that we will be uh jay and i are like very creative 
creatively and excitedly coming up with. Right. So you had the first, you had the, um, yes, the so, first ever ha-ha. exclusive item was Fred the One True Cup. Fred the One True, True Cup, which was uh, like a Yeti mug with like laser engraved popcorn culture logo. Right. So you can be just like me and live that one cup life. That one cup okay. life. So this though, this is this is the Q2, which will actually end at the end of June. Okay. The announcement, the moment. Let's see it. All right. Oh, man. Okay. The okay. anticipation. The anti- I've been so eager and excited about this. And I it's like been the type of thing where I've actually been following up. Being like, hi, has it chipped yet? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see it. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Are you excited? I'm, I'm, exci- I'm very excited. All right. All right. We're doing it. We're doing it. Okay. okay. Oh. Let's, let's set that aside. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Here, it here is. we it go. Is. Look at this. Look it's at this. coming out. Ta-da. Oh, my oh! gosh. It's the one true host trophy the plush the plush oh my gosh it turned out so great it looks so good i am actually here you want to you want would you like to hold it absolutely oh my gosh so if you're only listening uh what i am now holding in my hand is a plush toy like a stuffed animal but it's not an animal it's a trophy that says the one true host like the one that sits next to uh ben on his side now i'm gonna put this here so right that boom oh that looks that just looks better if you it ask is, me you know sh- you might have the you might have the real one true host trophy ben but i have the one true plush trophy the one true and now yeah. and now if, if as a member of the uh the exclusive hopcorn culture merch tier over on patreon uh you can you too can be a one true host and and have authentic evidence by way of a one true host trophy plush oh my gosh it is i love it so it, it came out so much better than i could have expected oh it's so soft look how they did the popcorn the popcorn it's is so my favorite fun. part it's like it's, it's like fun. it's like fuzzy fluffy uh like cozy teddy bear fur it, it is really soft too like man they really have such great detail on it oh man it was it has been a long wait but it has been worth the wait and man, okay, so yeah, again, if you if you are interested in getting a one true host popcorn plush, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash popcorn culture, and it is the uh, jazziest J or buzziest B tier. Definitely go over and check it oh out. My I, gosh. I, as as excited as I was, I am actually very surprised and blown away at the quality of it. Like I, it we we sent them photos of our our trophy yeah and they had sent us like some like mock-ups back but this is this is better than what they we had, sent we, us had so we had some thoughts about it and they made really good adjustments oh really? man yes very impressed so again if you want to check it out patreon.com slash popcorn culture thank you guys it's fascinating to me that i can be 30 and the toilet i've sat on the most might be one i haven't visited in over like 20 years isn't that weird it is weird right what a weird title for it to hold <laughs> exactly it, the, these are the things like you know, if there is, I'm going to, you know, get like maybe semi deep real quick. If there is like some kind of like afterlife or something, you know, uh, oh, this, this data better be available. Yes, it, it has better to be. be. It's like what I want more than anything is full access to the stats of my life. Mm. Like, like just everything, everything. like anything you could possibly think of, to like ask it. It's like, no, we got that. Yeah, of we course. got it. Yeah, we'll pull it right up. Yeah. Like, and, it, and it's like, even, it, it has like objective uh, conclusions too. It's like these are the number of arguments where you were right. Ah, you know, oh, or, boy, or something like that. that. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's like who's the who who determines who like what's right. Oh, I don't know. I <laughs> yeah, have, who's I have the arbiter of right? Right, right, right. It's it's a highly debated thing. Um, Not there. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, they know. They know. But like, I don't know. That's it's so frequent. Like, I feel like there have been times in my life where I like I will be having a conversation with somebody and it's like, you know, we're in, we're in this like back and forth. And I will I will like know in my heart of hearts differently. And it's just like, OK, like it's not worth it's not worth the back and forth in order to in order to like get here. Like, I'm I'm fine. I, that is like, I think somewhere along the way, like the idea of agreeing to dis- disagree quietly to myself has become like one of the most useful tactics ever. Right. Well, it's, here's the thing. Just because you don't, just because you stop arguing doesn't necessarily mean the other person wins the argument. Sure. You know, or it doesn't mean that you agree with them. And you, it's, I think you're right. It's very helpful to just recognize that like, if I just stop talking and walk away from this argument, that's going to be better. Yes. Well, and this is the thing too, is I think very frequently it's like, you might not find yourself to be particularly passionate about a topic, but it's like, if you were to suggest something and then somebody contests the detail that you suggested, all of a sudden, you know what? I stand a little bit firmer by, mm-hmm. my, by my original idea. Right. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile. And it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start. But that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn Culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting. You know, to me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip. Turns out it does matter. And kind of a lot, because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the the industry as a slab and that's where arena club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack but it's for a pre-graded card 
Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Uh, this this actually happened in our office last week where we were talking about Loki. Oh yeah, and we were going back and forth, and I was like, "Oh man, I have like a I have like a thought about Loki." And like I remember like running, you know, I ran outside and I was like drawing pictures on like you know the scrap piece of paper I could find, and it was like one of these things where I had, the idea had lived in my head for like 48 seconds right you know like it had not even been a full minute yet and it was like i need i need to get it like i need to get it written right and out and explain yeah and so it, it's not like i like i had this idea and i had sat with it and like you know you know like i worked on it and like it was perfect and like like crystallized or anything like that you know um or, or even something i could be like that emotionally like on about and i remember like taking it out and someone was like no i don't think that's how it works and i was like really you know what i think it is how it works right how about that how about that Marker drop, I'm out. You know, right. and it was like, I was like, why am I so like, the, it, like Ben, you have not spent time with this idea. Yeah. Like, what, why are you upset? <laughs> you know, deep breaths. I know. Deep breaths. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm it down. Calm it down. It'll be okay. Um, so, but what I thought was interesting about that was like, it, it was almost the, the entering into the discussion at times can be um, counterproductive mm. in like on its own, right? Because like what happened here was like it would have been fine for me to just think about it on my on my own, right? And be like, oh yeah, that'd be an interesting way for it to turn out, right. and <clears throat> and so instead of it being like that, it, I don't know, we went in a completely different direction, right? Um, which I think is interesting, and and maybe could be a nice little segue into one of my notes that I have for today, oh, okay? Um, which is conflict-free confrontation. Mm, even those words seem in conflict with each other. Don't they though? They do. Don't they? Okay. Yeah. So I, we, we've told the tale once upon a time of, of the lady, uh, in, in my neighborhood who, um, got upset with me while our dogs were, you know, 
relieving them. Man, this is a really good segue. Wow. Yeah. You know, look at this. I know. It's like it's working in so many different capacities. Um, <laughs> and uh, anyway, it was, it was like she had like made a comment to me and I was like, oh, man, like, you know, I feel like really like like burned by this. Like, I would love to be able to just like discuss it and like see if I can't like, you know, resolve it so that it's not just like, this like unfinished business forever. Yeah. Um, which is another thing. Remind me about unfinished business because I have another very interesting update on something. Okay. Uh, we'll see. Okay. Um, okay. So. Uh, back me up, Ben. Go, brain. You got this. Okay. So, but I had the the uh, very unlikely op- opportunity where a couple days later the lady was walking by and I was able to be like, hey there, like we like discussed this because this thing happened and you know I would just love to be able to get a better understanding of, like where you were coming from and, and all the rest. Uh, and so for me, it was it was kind of like an odd thing where uh, it was a very intentional and proactive decision that like what I wanted to do is not have uh, unresolved resentment that I, that I just have to like hold on to mm-hmm. because like resentment definitely, um, it, it like fuels, it fuels like a fire inside, like to your core that is, is unproductive. Right. It's, it's not a good thing. Right. And so one of the things that I've been trying to really highly identify is like when I'm holding resentment on something and then attempting to just like address it head on. Yeah. And so with, with this particular instance, uh, what I'm curious about is almost like recognizing a problem w- with like with someone that I interact with and being like, okay, like this is like this is like reached a point where it's like I feel like I really need to like address it or talk about it or see if like there's there's like some back and forth to be had. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like it was sparked by like minuscule conflict. I would I wouldn't even say that like it was even remotely hostile, just, just two different ends of something. Um, and it felt like, you know, in the moment I was like, man, maybe, maybe I should like say something like, you know, it's like, this keeps happening. And like, I don't want it to keep happening. Like, can we talk about this? Because like, I I don't know like where the disconnect is or or, why, why do you seem to think this is appropriate? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or Or, are you mad at me? (laughs) Or is, is this something that like that I have recognized that you're doing, but like because I've never said anything to you about it, you have no idea right. that like that I that I have like maybe taken issue with it. Well, on my end of the spectrum, it's like again, again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I know it because like it's been inside of my brain. I, I hold resentment about it. Right. And so it's in my head. I was like, okay, like we're inside of like one of these moments right now, and it feels like the wrong time to bring it up now. It's like you know, it it feels like at that point in time you would get into like a um kind of like a and this argument mm-hmm. or and also this right you know where where <clears throat> it would sort of be like you know who can right like you did that and you're trying to like one up each other with like slights you've had against one another for the last 10 years exactly yeah yeah it's like it's like let's go and get them where's my where's my bag right i'm gonna i'm gonna empty it right now mm-hmm. it's like we're gonna find everything yeah and uh and that's the other problem with with resentment as well is that very frequently when when conflict does arrive it's almost like the door gets opened for all of it to walk through and then it's almost like okay as long as we're arguing i'm gonna pull everything out Mm -hmm. uh which again not very productive to uh resolving a a potential issue because you're just throwing a whole bunch of random stuff at somebody so what what my proposed thought was or or i want what i want advice on maybe from either you or the little kernels out there is okay so I, I've like addressed the problem, you know, I've, I've recognized the problem. I'm like, okay, this is something that I feel like communication could fix. Like I would like to tell this person like, hey, this is a thing that you do. And when you do this thing, it makes like it, it 
makes it hard for this relationship, mm-hmm. you know, this friendship. Yeah. And so I would love to be able to like talk to you about it. And so it's like, if I were to wait like two weeks right, and then be like, Hey, me and you, let's go get a beer. And like whilst out or whilst, you know, in a neutral location, while the, the tone of things is also neutral, it'd be like, there's something I've been wanting to bring up with you, you know? And it's like, is, is this, could it be an effective way to communicate and potentially resolve this conflict going into the future? Or is this the type of thing where somebody might just feel called out because with zero prompting whatsoever, because again, neutral, right. neutral location, neutral tone of, of the entire, you know, mood environment and everything. Right. Or, you know, because like you're walking in with an agenda and they're walking in to have a beer. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing. It's like, I don't know how to like when I was able to, to speak to the lady on the street, she just happened to walk by my house again. And I was yeah. like, opportunity has arisen. Like, I am unexpectedly now near you when it was entirely possible that I would just never see you again. Right. Um, and so I, I just sort of like in the split second made the decision like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to talk to the person and see if I can make it work. Uh, and, and so you're exactly right. It's the agenda that I think yeah. worries me. It's because like, I don't, I don't want it to be this type of thing where it's like, Hey, let's go grab a beer because that will be like a fun thing friends do. And then you get out there and all of a sudden it's much more of like a, um, all my friends now who are listening are going to be like, Is if, it if Ben asked me to go get a beer, what should I think? Right. Um, assume the worst people. Everybody. It's probably them. you. I got issues. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I th- that's exactly it. I think it's, it would be this idea that all of a sudden, once they realized like why I was communicating to them about this, they're like, this is why you asked me to do something. Like I thought this was, I thought this was us hanging out. Mm-hmm. What a fun, what a fun thing that has now been turned into a not fun thing. Right. And so now, now I don't know what to do. Well, let's see. I think number one, I think the waiting two weeks period is probably good advice because right away you might find that two weeks later, you just don't even care. You might not even remember. It's true. You know, it's like true. you've had time to cool off. Maybe whatever it was felt like a big deal. Wasn't really. So that, I think it's probably just good advice in general. Like give yourself some time to cool down. Don't do anything. Don't make bad decisions while you're angry. (laughs) Oh yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. No, I I understand that completely. Okay. And I do agree with that. I mean, that's something that I try to, I try to harness as much as possible in in my daily is um, recognizing those moments. And so like probably more than anything else, if I get like real quiet, it's probably what has happened is it's like, okay, like I am now at a point where I know that there's nothing that I can say that is going to be productive. Yeah. It's like, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to just cool. My other, my other thought is that even if you do have an agenda using the phrase, like I have something I want to talk to you about, it's probably not the way to like, that is going to make it feel like, like an accusation or something. I think the way I would try and approach it would be to like, ask questions around the situation, whatever it was okay. until you can sort of be like, Oh, is that what happened? Cause like, honestly, when you told me I was feeling like really bad about myself or like, I got feel, I felt like really guilty yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. And they'd be like, you know, try and like, just don't, don't like, <laughs> I, I would, I wouldn't head on it. Maybe other people would. I think I would like try and <laughs> circle around it until I could like get to exactly what I wanted to say. Well, and, and this is, this is the thing the, an, an, another issue or, uh, by way of having like these types of communications with people that I've attempted to, uh, really get to the bottom of is almost like a, 
And, and this is where I think it gets tricky is because so many specific situations where you might have had conflict with somebody over, there are so many ridiculously circumstantial yeah. pieces of it where it's like, oh man, like, you know, it was, it was, it was this like one aspect of, of this particular thing. It's like, it's like someone who's like chronically late for work and every single day their cat had an emergency or their you know, like they caught, you know, they were caught in a traffic light or a flat tire or something. It's like, it's like they're every single day. Like you have the worst luck ever. Like yeah. every day something has happened to you. Right. It's like, what's it's like really at some happening, point you need to leave the house earlier. Right. Right. right yeah. yeah. And, and this is, this is where you can almost get into, uh, like, like the question of, um, like, if someone if somebody has become chronically late in this particular capacity or something and you know you're you're like man come on like you got like you got to be on time it's like i had a flat tire man like what do you expect me to do like i had to change it you know it was like, it was raining i was on the side of the road you know it's like all of a sudden you could be like insensitive to like that day right and and i think that that's kind of at the 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 like core of the thing for me is it's kind of like it's you're right. Like maybe today's problem was not the one that like that I should have addressed and I chose the wrong, the wrong excuse to question. Right. When it ultimately came down to it. Um, but at the core of it, it's the general consistent tardiness where it's like, okay. And it's like how, like that is what I want to address. Right. Is, is like at the middle of that. So, and I think that's why it gets harder with this particular instance, because it's like, if you were to say, like, if you were to like broach the subject on using the specifics of the most recent scenario, mm-hmm. it's like then there is the openness for nuanced communication about that particular instance. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, once you get into those types of moments, it's like you're in the weeds. It's like nothing productive is about that. Right. Happen. Like, if you're talking just about, like, yeah, if you're getting too granular with it. Yes. Yeah. You're like, you're not, yeah. If you're, if you're addressing this piece of sand, you're missing the whole beach. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. 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 And, and so that's the thing. It's like, how do you, how do you address like the real thing? Right. Uh, so frequently it's, it's kind of an odd thing because there's almost the argument of like, write down like a handful of instances and, you know, go and set, you know, sit down with them and what what i think it will frequently turn into with that is taking each situation into a granular mm-hmm. perspective and being like we, we we don't need to assess each one you know it's like right. how, how do we look at a big picture and right so that's that's the kind of communication so what it comes down to and this this is like the funny question that i've been able to come up with to, be, to possibly like relate to is that I am someone in particular, and, and, and this is like such a Ben thing in particular, but when somebody is like, you have something in your nose, it's like, it's a comment that is intended to be helpful, but I am deeply embarrassed. Right. You know, and it's like, it's, it's odd because <laughs> what they have now done is identified like something that others could also recognize uh, and potentially maybe even did it in front of other people. And now it's like spotlight on your nose, you, what? Know? you know, and you're like real self-conscious about it, but on the flip end of it, you know, it's like, it is helpful. It's like, no, no, no. Like I told you. And now you can like, right. Cause if it's, it's now, you now feel embarrassed because now, you know, and because yes. someone saw it. Yes. But the thing is people probably already saw it and just didn't say anything. So you just didn't know to be embarrassed until now. Right. Right. Exactly. And so with that, you know, if you were to apply it to a situation like this where you're communicating something deeper about somebody it's like like the reaction they might have is embarrassed yeah but it's also like if if there's no way to communicate it to them then how how could there be any expectation of then then they just still have something hanging out of their nose exactly exactly Exactly. do you let them live with something hanging out of their nose right 
Yeah, I mean, I guess this these are such weird situations because one is like conflict resolution, one's like embarrassment or like humiliation. Um, but I would think that it probably depends on the level of the relationship you have with the person. Sure. That like if it's just like a friend who you see sometimes, then it's probably not worth getting into a whole thing. You know, Entirely if reasonable. it's someone you are going to be forced to be around all the time and it's a, and it's, you know, something you're dealing with day in, day out. Um, then it it maybe is. And in that case, though, it's probably a lot easier to be like, we got to talk about something. That's a good point. Because a lot of times when you have situations like that where you're forced to be each other, then it's like um, you will, there's that like, it's it's like if, if I'm ever mad at you, there's never like any real danger in my mind that like if I confront Ben about something, he's going to just disown me from his life. Yeah, like, yeah. There's like the yeah. underlying guarantee that like no matter what happens, you're still my brother. Right. And you know, like you're stuck with me. Ha. Ha. Deal with it. <laughs> I do. Every yeah. single day. Yeah, that's right. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's working out so far. So far, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. So that's, uh, I think... I don't, I don't know exactly what situation you're dealing with over there, but I think you, if it's, if it's like a really serious thing, then you probably can just sit down and have like a, um, relatively calm conversation right. without feelings being too hurt, I imagine. Well, so it's, it's the question I would want to extend to the little kernels out there as well. It's almost like the question of like, would you want to know if you have something in your nose, like in mm. with, with the idea being here that that's actually an analogy for like, if you had a behavior that was like maybe potentially causing that was, that even, was bothering lots of people bothering or grading or, or, you know, something like that. And it's like, if you didn't know to correct it, it's like, would you want to know? And how receptive would you be to hearing this particular bit of information? Mm. How? Res- I, yes, this is, this is tricky. And I would hope um, that people would want to be receptive, but it can be very difficult to be receptive. It could be because it feels like you're being personally attacked. But um, if you, yeah, if you can uh, learn to accept change and be like willing to be corrected, and like, uh, yeah, I think that's that is normally for the better. But people don't like being corrected. I know that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you're. If you, yeah. Excuse what. Like, uh, yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's like, so knee jerk to be like, I am you, you think you know better than me. Cause you're talking about me. Right, right, right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, no, and it's, it, yeah. So that, that's where it's dicey. And it, and it's, it's that big question of, yeah, how, how willing are you to respond to, to potentially critical feedback? Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it's tough. It's, it's super tough. Like I, I remember, you know, again, in the early days of super Carlin brothers, like they're one of the things that I was doing, like, so with, with editing, for example, uh, like a, a vlog style video, like what we do, right? There is the, the, the jump cut, you know, and the jump cut is basically like, I have finished saying this sentence. We're going to the next sentence now. Uh, but I could not remember an entire script off the top of my head. So it's like deliver, 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 deliver. Now over here, deliver, deliver, deliver. Right. You know, like you just kind of like continue, continue your piece. Well, when I first started doing this, I had not consumed a whole lot of YouTube, didn't have a really good measure of it. And so I would never move my chair. Right. Just 
Yeah. So jump like, cut, boom. so like as I was jumping cut, like if anything, what I was trying to do was make sure my head never moved. So it was like, <clears> sit <throat> real still, try to like, you know, square your shoulders against like something across the room. So it's like, okay, like I got like my points like that way. It's like, maybe people won't notice the jump cut, which of <laughs> course they did. Yeah. You know? Um, and I, I remember somebody at one point in time, finally being like, Hey, it might be helpful if you moved back and forth to, so that like people are like, you know, a little bit more, uh, visually aware of like the change in, in sentence or, you right. know, you know, whatever piece of piece of the, the, the video that you're, you're delivering. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I heard it and I was like, I was embarrassed for having done it a different way. And it was almost like I wanted to make the argument that this was like, this was an acceptable and good way to do things. You know, it was like, it, it was almost like why not moving during jump cuts is okay. Google search hit enter. Right. What, what What is the common retort for this, for this bit of information? It was like, I was just wrong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the thing. And, and it was, it was wrong on a basis of, of it for me in particular, just ignorance. You know, it was like, I just, I just didn't know. Yeah. Uh, but then it was like, you know, being called out for, for not, and not even called out. This was legitimately somebody attempting to help right. and, and be productive. Right. Um, and, but it was either way. So, and, that, and that's like, that's where my concern comes from is, is basically just like knowing how I have felt when approached with these particular things while also then struggling with the question of, um, whether or not it's just my responsibility to like live with this. Right. Well, so then that's the, the other situation, like, because you've been so far talking about, like situations amongst people you are like either friends or like have, have like an ongoing relationship with, but with your like dog walker lady, like you're right. You were fortunate that she just sort of like walked past the house yes, and you were able to like reconfront her about the situation. But it's possible that that lady just yelled at you and then you never saw her again. And you just let that resentment build like forever. Yes. Yeah. And then, then what would you do? Cause you don't even have like an opportunity. You don't have an opportunity know. to resolve it. I know. And, and it's, that is, we spoke, and this was the other thing I was talking about before. We spoke uh, a few episodes back about the podcast called Heavyweights, yeah, which is basically like a um, it is a podcast about people who maybe affected one another at one point in time, like in in some manner, and it went unresolved for. Right just swaths of time right like going forward and you know like you look back on it and you're like there, there was a change in like my life's trajectory like due to this person and like i've never been able to like communicate with them or, right. or know if it's like ultimately resolved and while we were talking about that there i was like there there is like a person out there that like like exists in my world that you know it was like that's like my unresolved problem and right. it's like it's like the one where it's like i don't know how to go about it like if i were to be on the show like but that is the person who i would go and talk mm-hmm. to I ran into them. Did you? I did. Wow. And it was like, uh, and to say that I ran into them, what I actually mean is that I was, I was having a beer with two of my friends right? and I was just sitting there, you know, chatting or whatever. And they walked over to us really. And, and just engaged in like a completely jovial conversation. Like, how are you? What are you, like, what are you been up to? Like, right. Entirely good things. And so it was, it was crazy. Cause like when I turned my head and saw who was talking to me, I was like, like my heart jumped into my throat. Right. You know, like, I was like, oh I was goodness. like, what is about to happen? Like, is this gonna be, you know, like I don't know what to expect. Right. Um, like not only have I had resentful feelings towards you for the last several years, but uh, that's the last I checked, you felt the same way about me. You, you definitely had them back yeah. at me. Yeah. And and so it was like, oh man, like, you know, how how is this gonna go? And it was it was really, really oddly freeing. And maybe this is why this has been on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it was such a positive experience. And I was like, 
for years now, like a decade, more than a decade, mm-hmm. this has been like a concern of mine. Yeah. You know, and it was like, there was, there was never, there was never a, an opportunity to like fix it. And I, like, I didn't know how to, and any, anything I had ever heard was always contrary to the opportunity that it was a fixable problem situation. Yeah. Like yeah. when you heard through the grapevine, like anything. Yeah. It, it sounded yeah. like th- things still not good. Yeah. Um, so with, th- with this particular situation, I was kind of like, I can almost, like, I can like check mark that. Like huh. maybe not check that. That sounds like it's more like a, like an objective type of thing, but it was like, it felt like I could like take a weight off of myself and feel better about that. Mm. And so maybe now the determination is like, huh, I felt good to take that weight off. Yeah. I would like to take more weights off. More please. weights off. Yeah. I think this is, I don't know. Let me know how, how this, how this strikes you in the situation where you, it was like maybe, well, I think, I think the solution in a lot of these way in a lot of these situations is to like try and forgive the other person Okay. for whatever it was, uh, like whatever the long standing was, you know, what, whatever slight they had against you, um, that you're like begrudging against them Yes. is to try and just like find it, find a way to forgive them in some way. And the way I like to think about it is that like, like if you like, we've talked about grudges before how sometimes it's like, if like you drank the poison and you're hoping they die, like that's what it's like holding a grudge. Like yes. the other person might not even be aware, you know, that lady yelled at you one day, you're stewing for years. Yes. Potentially. And she's just like, whatever. I don't even, I, I couldn't even recognize that person again. Right. Yeah. I just think like, that person just received my anger and now it's growing inside them. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. So that's no good. Um, But it's like here, I think, the power of forgiveness is like think about like who think right now listener who you are angry at who you are like have a grudge against and just think like how does that affect your every day like if it's weighing on you every day wouldn't it be great if it didn't yes like what yeah. like what would it just think what would it be like if i didn't feel this way wouldn't it be great not to feel this way and the answer through that i think is forgiveness a lot of the time like what if because that 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 is sort of answer like what if i just didn't care about it? like what if what they did wasn't so bad and it's not and i know this is i think the thing a lot of people will counter with is like that person doesn't deserve like my forgiveness or like or like they haven't earned it or whatever sure and i would counter with forgiveness by definition is not something that is ever deserved like if it's deserved then it's not forgiveness then it's just a misunderstanding that that's a really really good way to put it actually because you're you're exactly right yeah, yeah it's like the the idea of forgiving somebody is like saying like okay i like this is you you are like yeah i don't even know what to say uh f- free of my frustration right and i it's it's very difficult to think because a lot of times i think it's you have to think of it in a very like no strings attached sort of way it's not like okay i'm forgiving you for this but you now you owe me because like that's that's not forgiveness <laughs> that is not, that's yeah. like a, that's like a bargaining chip that's not the same you but, really need to just yeah but that's the, yeah. that's the weird thing too is that like it's um it almost feels a little bit to me to possibly compare two things uh like for the longest time i thought when i was experiencing anxiety that i would have just i would have self-described it as i am nervous mm-hmm. and those are like two decidedly different sensations even if they're like sure. generally in the same camp they are two different things yeah it's almost like like being able to truly and genuinely recognize almost the like complexity of forgiveness yeah because it's almost like you you really do it's like you can say the words a lot easier than you can mean them 
Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Um, and, and so that's, that's sort of like the, the big thing there. It's almost like if you were to, and I, my guess is that probably the actual process of saying the words out loud to the person Mm -hmm. is, is probably a very, uh, substantial step towards truly embodying it. Right. But, uh, it, it depends. I mean, there's, there's a potential for putting the cart before the horse in right. that capacity where if, if you haven't fully forgiven the person and then you tell them that you forgave them, but you're still harboring resentment that at, at, right. at that point, it's like, well, you said you like, you said we were good. Like, right. That, you know, there is, there is that element of it too. And I think another maybe like misconception to address is that like, if you're forgiving someone, like you're lifting the burden off of them, like maybe like they've wronged you and now like you have this over them. So if, if you forgive them, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well now what, what, whatever all that did was help them but i think a lot of times it is much like forgiveness is as much, is as much about helping the other person as it is about helping yourself if not if it might help you more to know that it's going to help the person no it just might help you feel better to have like forgiven the person i don't know if i follow the train of thought there okay well let me try <laughs> let me try and uh like like it might be that like someone has like wronged you in a specific way and like the damage they did to you is still like affects you on the daily or yes. whatever. Yeah. And like they might feel really bad about it, but whatever it was was bad. Okay. Right. So like you might think like if I forgive them, at least they won't feel so bad about it. But like really it can it can help you feel better about whatever the damage itself was, I think. Okay. Like it can, like if it's, if it's weighing on, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm phrasing it poorly, but I think it, I, I think it's a two way street is basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, I agree with that. Uh, I, I guess like the, the, I mean, this is, and again, I mean, this is, I think it further reinforces the idea that there is a lot of complexity involved with this particular, like social process for sure. Um, but, but let me, let me see if I'm getting it correctly is, is what you are saying that like, it can be helpful to you to, to process forgiveness, to have also given it to them. Yeah. I think it can like, it can give you like closure maybe on whatever the situation is. Okay. You know, like now you don't even have to think about it anymore. Sure. Like this person harmed you now they're free. like, it's okay. We can just move on. Right. Now we're not like joined in this like big ball of yarn. It's just, oh, we're just two strings again. Okay. You know, two strings, two strings out in the, the wild, wild, out west in the of wild west, <laughs> just with cotton balls floating exactly. all around. Exactly. I'm a, uh, the string, the the string world, wild wild west. I can just picture it in my head. Man, whew, They're boy. wearing tiny little cowboy hats. Exactly, adorable. There is like a, a yo. I think there's like a, a Kirby game where he Kirby is like a piece of yarn the whole oh. time. It's like Kirby's yarn adventure or woolly adventure. There's a Yoshi game too where you're like a little stuffed Yoshi guy. Oh yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Now we've just sort of really veered off topic. We really have into yeah. yarn. Into uh, yarn. An unexpected territory. Yeah. Let me spin you a yarn. <laughs> <laughs> ben, let me just um, a hard left turn here. Okay. Because uh, speaking of y- y- yarn thread, thread makes clothing. That's going to be my segue. Ooh, wow, look at you go. Nailed it. Ready? We've talked. Okay. Have you ever encountered this problem where like I find it this, this is often what I call the t-shirt problem when like typical, what would you call the typical cost for a t-shirt? $20. $20. Okay. I agree. $20. Let's just set that it as a base. Okay. So let's imagine you find a t-shirt and it's like, oh, if this was $20, you'd get it. No problem. Except it's like, it's like 30 bucks. Now you're like, 
<sighs> do I thirty dollars want that T-shirt? It's. I mean, you're you're at that like real weird line. Yeah, you're like, at that weird real world line. Yeah. Well, and I've always said this too. It's like it, it, like if I were to um, drive up and have like a like a. 2007 Toyota Corolla, you mm-hmm. know, like a, like a car, a ca- a, like a car, like when you think of a car, that, that a car. So, okay. So this is, this is the example I always give though. It's kind of like, okay, if I were to tell you that I would sell you that Toyota Corolla 2007 yeah. for $1, right. would, would you buy it? Right. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. And now because, I got a car because $1. Right. Right. And it's like $2. Right. Yeah. No it's like, like I might say like, $325. And you might still say no problem. I might say $1,000. You might still say no problem because it's still worth it. But at one point in time, $1 is going to make the difference. Is the threshold. It's like 1067 Yes. 1068 No. Not on your life, bud. <laughs> no way. No way. Couldn't get it out of me if you tried. If, if we were playing Diablo 2, they would be like, LOL, ROFL. Ha 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 ha. See you in another life. I know. And then they would just like, and they would then just they, exit they quit the game. the game and you'd be like, I, I don't even know why you came in here. It was I very, put, the title was very clearly the, stated. Right. Like it says exactly what I want for what the trade is. Let me just, this was such an annoying thing. I'm just going to real veer again. Okay, do it. I'm going to do it. I um had an exact situation like this with the Pokemon trading card game here oh, recently. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in a Discord server for one of the um the Pokemon uh, trading card game YouTubers I follow. Okay. So I was like, this would be fun, you know, cool. Like support this person. For you know? sure, yeah. Fun. And there's like a little trade sub tab and I was like, all right, what a, you know what? Let me just let me just take the plunge and start conversing and be like, all right, well, these are the things I want. This is what I'm offering. I mean, the the Ella Wella what you know, got exact response, just like, haha, yeah, maybe what a crazy offer you've got going there meanwhile in the game you can just post like public trades which i you know maybe just random people out there will like find them and accept them into their own sure so i was trying to make you know trades within the community you know as because it's more fun of course yeah okay cool uh instead i had also just posted them publicly and you know it's funny when you like log on you see this person like completely laughing at your idea of an offer you log into the game oh trade was accepted just like well, that could have been you. That could have been you. Could have been you. Look at Sorry. You. See, you missed out. Vindicated. Validated. Nice. <laughs> Take that other person in the Discord server. Right, right, right. <laughs> Whoever pro- you are. Probably listening right now. Probably They'll, listening. That's like, right. Oh, no. Anyway. So, yeah, the, the, the $30 t-shirt problem or whatever of like, this is, it's always such a like, I don't, I can't, I just cannot justify it. But I have found the exception to the rule, Ben. Okay. And it's helmets. <gasps> helmets, you would, you would think. Cause like a helmet, like for like biking, yeah. I was just buying a full face helmet. Cause we're going on a, uh, downhill mountain bike trip here in the near future with the GMA. We are going to be fun. And I was like looking at two helmets and there was like one that was like a little bit more expensive, like by about $50 or so. And I was, I narrowed it down to two and it was about $50 more. And they're already kind of pricey. Cause it's like. It, helmets yeah, the, yeah. They, there's like a well it maybe not so surprising amount of research and technology that has gone into keeping your head safe yes exactly so so this is this unlikely though you might be like well can i can i justify spending more on a helmet but the answer is of course you can <gasps> of course you can justify spending more on a helmet right because I'll, what's it st- what is the point of a helmet life or death <laughs> this <laughs> safety safety of course you can spend more on a helmet I love this argument. Yeah, right. So, so really, what the what the t shirt manufacturers need to do is like have built in elbow pads. Exactly. 
well, now no, is that I'm thinking it's good. You think it's good? I, I, elbow padded t-shirts are in. Elbow pad. That's it. There you go. It's I'm, like you know what? I'm in for for potentially if you fall. Yeah, for if you fall, now your elbow's safe. You're Just safe. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's right. like why why am I paying a premium? Because safety. Yeah. That's why you're paying a premium. Exactly. Yeah, I exactly. like it. I like it. There you go. It, you it, can it, always justify safety, Ben. You can always. <laughs> Always. Oh, right? No one, no one's like, should you? We could be more risky, but it could be. We could do the same thing, but safer? And I was like, no. I'm, some people probably are like that. Yeah, there's that. There's there is, that. Yeah. yeah. But in any case, I thought this was a night because I felt that exact sensation of like, uh, and then I thought about it and I was like, actually, this is fine. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. it. It's actually, it's always exciting to me, like to be near you when you get into things like this. Uh-huh. Um, like there is a project that you have proposed to me for your house. Can yeah. we talk about it? Oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. We can talk about it. We've okay. talked about it on the pop. We, we have talked about not, it. Well, not like the project for the house, but we've talked about the subject matter on the pop. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Jay wants to put a slide on his back deck. Yeah, slide. Now, oh. I know it's not that crazy, right? Who would you want to put a slide on your slides aren't such a big deal in like your backyard playground or whatever. Yeah, but this is like coming off of like a 12 foot deck. Yeah, I want to I want it to come off the deck. And it's like a tube slide. I want a tube slide yeah. off the deck to the yard. To the yard. And yeah. it's like it's like whoa. Yeah. Tube slide. Right. Like it's it, I mean, this is like one of those things where I come up with ridiculous ideas constantly and um but like whenever Jay throws one at me, it's like, yes. Yes, mm. a thousand times yes. How, when do we start? <laughs> when do we do? I, I'm gonna go get my shovel. I don't even. I don't even know, know if we need one. Do we need a shovel? But I'm gonna get it anyway. We probably do. You well, gotta probably. I imagine the bottom needs to have like some sort of foundation it's attached to. Possibly a footer. Right? Yeah, like a footer. Are we gonna? Are we gonna pour some concrete? We might need to pour concrete, Ben. Because I know. I know like a small amount about that. You know way more than me. <laughs> Excellent. In that case, <laughs> I, I, I know I, that probably you mix some in a bucket and then you pour it in the ground. The, and then you wait. That is one option. Okay. That is one option. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. I'm going to get some concrete. All right. I'll be over tonight. I imagine this is be, kid, do you, do you think having a slide on attached to your deck increases the resale value of your house? <laughs> or are people like, what's that? And then be like, that's the slide. <laughs> it's a, well, it is a slide. I, here's what I, here's what I'm imagining is that it's like 95% for Luke and Nick and Nate to have the coolest slide. Of course. That when their friends come over, they're like, whoa, what a cool slide. But also, but then like 5% for when my friends come over, be like can i do it i'd be like absolutely <laughs> absolutely it's a can. real it's a it's, real thrill. you know what it's it, big enough for adults it, it builds bravery <laughs> that's right which makes you a better person exactly. so in, in fact i insist you i do insist it. i insist yeah. take a ticket though okay so here here would be my query uh would be is there any opportunity for for this slide to to be the like to mark the brand of your house to mark the brand it's like it's like I have I have a house that has a slide. I have a house that has a slide. <laughs> and so it's like it's like then it's almost like you've you've like entered into the territory of everything else that you could possibly do that would be like just pure whimsy. Yeah. Also counts. Also counts. It's like perfectly acceptable to also have. Yeah, because now once you have the slide. Once you have the slide. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think that that's like I think it's it's like a, it's a gateway slide. I think we've, I think we've, yeah, yeah. It's like, so once, once you've, once you've installed the slide, all of a sudden it's like, you know what? We could also put that rock wall up. Yeah. You know? And then it's like, then you're talking about like resale value. It's like people who are like looking at it, you know, on Zillow or whatever. And they're like scrolling through, they're like, 
This house has a slide. Has a slide? And and a rock wall? Yeah. And and so it's like now Look, anything in that theme is perfectly acceptable. Do you know why I know this would be an increased resale value, I think? It's because we went glamping once upon a time in a yurt. We most certainly did. And what really got me excited about the yurt was that inside the yurt was a slide. It was a slide. Yeah. It was like a spirally slide. It was like a spirally slide. And it was really cool. And we went down it like a hundred times. Like so many times. You're like, oh my God, slide in the house, slide in the house. So it fun. Was, it was legitimately seven adults staying in this thing. And we were like just spinning. It was fun. Running laps. Good times. Also the AC, the heat did not work. The heat did not work. Which you might not think that yurts are supposed to have heat. And I would agree with you that if it, if if on the website it was like, there's no, just FYI, there's no heat. It would have been like, okay, well, we signed up for this. Right. But there's supposed to be heat. There was supposed and to be heat. There, and there wasn't. Ironically, because the heater was frozen. That was ironic. That no, was. It yeah. was like, it seems like this is the exact thing that should not even be able to happen to this thing. Yeah, well, it's I think it's the way that AC cooling actually works. Yeah. You produce heat to make cold or mm-hmm. cold to make heat. Uh. It's really upside down and weird. Well, let me tell you, it was cold. It was cold. We we all we were like in our puffy jackets basically the entire time. The slide did work up a good sweat it because it, it gave us an activity. It was yeah. Um, it was like it was weirdly hard to go up the slide if I remember. We did try to crawl yeah, up the slide. This is yeah. the I think what is the fascination with going up slides? It's because it's like you get to interact. I mean like when you're coming down it like you're zipping right past. Yeah. But then like if you go up it, you got all the time in the world to examine it and see like mm. the bolts mm. and stuff. Yeah. You know what could be better? All sorts of stuff. Anyway, Jay, how about we close out with a corny joke? I love how it's just sort of naturally moved to the end of the pop here. I know. It's like a, it's a really good way to just like segue our way right out the door. Right out the door. It'd be like, you know, it's like when you know that corny joke is coming, it's like, okay, okay. Like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. The F is almost over. Yeah. Someone also sent me an email because what what I'm about to describe is what is what is called a one-liner. Oh, okay. Um, because I, I was tra- attempting to describe this in the past and I was like, it is a sentence that is funny. <laughs> <laughs> one liner technical term. There you go. One liner. I'm an expert. I'm growing. Okay. So this particular uh, corny joke came from Rachel Ward, who I'm going to, uh, Ward. Oh, so we're there upon uh, a blue ribbon for today's corny joke slash one liner because I thought that it was I was like, I've never heard this before. And I think it's so funny. All right. Fire away. Okay, and it fits with our, our theme a little bit. here. Oh, boy. OK. Toilets. Right. <laughs> not toilets. <laughs> OK. Um, Rachel says, every time I take my dog to the park, I have this problem with the ducks trying to eat him. I guess that's what I get for buying a purebred dog. <laughs> pure bread are you imagining the a dog, dog, the dog right yeah. out of bread oh, uh, i get it i love it so yeah, very much it I was really it. good that's it funny because all i can really picture is just like like sliced white bread that someone has like squeezed into yeah. like like kind of like play-doh style figures right and they, they've like made a dog yeah like kind of a la marcel the shell but yeah the his name is alan this is me um anyway so that's going to close us out for today's episode of the pop as always if you have any feedback you want to send our way i promise i do read your emails over at popcornculturepod at gmail.com we are also over on reddit where there's just good quality discussion happening all the time if you'd like to show support to the podcast you can do so by going to patreon.com slash popcornculture where we have a variety of really cool and fun tiers uh that help us decide who is the one true host week in week out jazzy jay Otherwise, until next week, pop, pop. When you need. 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.